Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you're making it a good one. We know that we are as well. We got a lot to get into tonight. As we do historically on a Monday night, we have a lot to get into. Yes, I'm just going to get it out of the way. We do have a new headset with the audio. I think this is going to be better for you guys from a viewing audience to hear us better. Um, let me know in the comments, does the new audio sound good as Ben Rafino with his golf club, uh, comes in here and completely wrecks the show on a Monday. Look, it's your birthday week. I'll give it to you. Come here. It's the, it's the little man's birthday week. What am I supposed to do when it's my man's birthday week? Tell the people, hello, Benjamin. Say, Hey, look, you can see yourself right here. You see yourself say, Hey. Hey, you got to stop coming in Daddy's show. Unless you're going to talk LSU athletics, you got to stop coming in here. I'm just joking. Hey, do you? what do you think about LSU's baseball uh, uh, winning two out of three this past weekend? Do you like it? Yeah? No? Are you just going to sit here and smile because you're cute? <laughs> All right, love you. All right, so we do – have a lot to get into. First and foremost, as I just mentioned to my little son, Ben, we do have two of three. Uh, our LSU did take two of three uh, from Auburn. Can they continue? Now, I put out a poll on Twitter today. Hypothetically now, hypothetically, what would have to happen uh, for LSU or Palmineri to be the head coach of LSU next year? We will talk about that. We will talk about that. Um, LSU. Look, I'm going to give my thoughts on the uh, – the the bill the house bill that's in there about sports gambling we're going to talk about that tonight just what are my opinions what do we think okay ben likes it uh what do i think about that i think it's i think it's a really big deal also we're going to talk some lsu football why lsu football offense will be top 10 we'll get into that as well but first and foremost guys thank you for joining our show we want to spend a special thanks i, I get con- just distracted by him man I get distracted. He's sitting there doing like this. Nan, nanny, boo, boo. Like, I'm not trying to get you, bro. <laughs> we want to thank our good partners over at Believe Podcast and our good new partners and sponsors over at betonline.ag. That's another reason why we're going to be talking about this sports gambling bill. Look, I think, what was it, 59 of 60-plus uh, parishes voted yes for it. Uh, so we really do need it. Um, but before we get to everything, let's just do this. Let's pay up some bills around here. And as Ben is running to take a bath, but we got to thank our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons. GM Varno and Sons has faithfully been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. 
RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino at AYS, sent you on by and our good new friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, go over to betonline.ag. When it's legal, and everybody that's outside the state, it's about to be. We're going to talk about this. But log in, set up your login, get ready to go for when it's time to be able to do some sports gambling online. Feel free to improvise and, and do any kind of sports banding as they have it every single night, everything that you're looking for. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports actions. Bet Online has you covered for all the news scores odds and updates it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up head over to the website betonline.ag and use your mo- to mo- use your mobile device again when it's passed to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit again guys it's betonline.ag betonline.ag all right let's get into it yeah i did have a, i did have a uh comment in here and i missed it this is, if you guys see the Sticks t-shirt, this is for um, Cedric Harris Jr. If you remember, um, tragically passed away not too long ago. Uh, and what we did for AYS is they were doing a shirt sale. We got it. And look, this is just a remembrance of, um, it's just a remembrance of him and, and, and what we can do. Bob Tucker the second says, man, bring me on so you can get more followers boy uh by paul okay what you talking about we can talk we can definitely talk um and we will do the hashtag uh ask blake uh as devin stop says there it is uh shout out to cj harris yeah this is a shirt the stick shirt it's got the 24 and harris uh on the back let's do this i want to talk there's so many different ways that we can we can start off here um I, and, and, and I kind of wanted to start. Let's do this. We're going to start with this Louisiana online bet uh, or betting and, and gambling. I, I just want to give my two cents. Now I'm not trying. You guys know this. I'm not trying to get political. Uh, that's not what this show's about. Um, but I do. I do have a very, very big passion for sports. As we are sitting here on the sport po- sporting podcast. I think it's beneficial for our state, not only just our state, but everyone in education and so on and so forth as it'll be passed down. Guys, I'm seeing statistics where New Jersey profited, the state profited over $920 million from sports gambling just last year alone during a COVID year. So I I sit back and I don't think it's going to be $900 million generated for our state, but I think that we can get $500 million. And that's just one part of this. I want to say this to everybody, and I want to be careful here in how how I say this, because to my parents' generation, a lot of people don't like this, don't want don't want it, think it's it's evil. Let me tell you this: you can't tell me what I can do, can and cannot do with my money. I want to be able to come out here and provide all the listeners. If you are, if you want to gamble, have a sports gambling segment, have a sports gambling show. I know that there's multitudes of people that like hearing betting odds and sports gambling, but guys, you're not wanting to go to LaBerge every time. You're not wanting to go to Lake Charles. Nine times out of 10, you're going to Mississippi or wherever it may be to do those online betting events. So why aren't we doing it here? Now, I know that there's a lot of traction in the House in reference to this, and I'm going to leave it be when it comes to politics. I don't care about your politics. I don't care about your culture. If you're a good human being to me, I'm going to be a good human being to you. I don't want to get on this show and talk politics. It's not just, that's just not me. But I will say that AYS in its infancy and AYS as it's continued to build will continue to back this sports online gambling. If I can sit... If I can sit on my couch or on my recliner and bet LSU to beat the Rudy Poo out of Alabama this weekend, as I think that they're going to take – they could – I'm not going to say they're going to sweep because they hadn't swept anybody, not in the SEC. But but I do want to have the, the convenience of being able to bet if I want to. What's $50 here or there? And we can talk about it. Hey, you know what would be a great statement? Hey, Blake lost $100 because LSU pulmonary stunk it up. That would be fantastic. Anyway, 
Anyway, anyway. Uh, Blake McGraw says that Louisiana losing billions to Mississippi, and it's not even close, and I don't think that that's an overreach. Um, <laughs> Darren says, why in the hell would you want Sully anyway? I'm not sure what we're talking about there. John says, my dude, what's going on, John? Guys, you can put the hashtag Ask Blake in here. It does uh, help me out. All right. So I kind of said my piece on the sports gambling thing. And I and look, I, I'm okay and open to debate on whether you guys want it or don't. And, and we can talk about it. And I think that that's what this platform is always um, open to, right? Like, I, I think it's open to. Um, Cody says those occasional $250 risk-free offers are nice through Bet Online. That they are. And that's our new sponsor. And and that's why we are bringing Bet Online here because I want to be able to do it. And I know that, and look, I've polled this multiple times from people that are our listeners. I want you to have the ability to be able to do it if you want to. And if you don't, guess what? You don't have to. But I'd be damned. Let me say this. I'd be damned if anybody on this planet, unless you're unless you're five five and your name is Megan Tragel Rafino, is gonna tell me what to do with my money. Cause ain't nobody gonna tell me what to do with my money. If I wanna bet, and I'm not a gambler, you know, I'm the guy that sits um like if we're playing twenty one, I'm the guy that might get a couple hundred dollars up and I'm out. You know, hey, that's a good night for me. I'm out. I'm not a gambler. However, I want the ability to be able to do that. Especially, especially when last NFL football season we went 17-6 and six, uh, against the spread. You're damn Rudy Pooh right that I want to be able to met, bet and make money. I'm giving out free money. 17 and 6. And you know what? If I feel like there's a weekend that I'm not that look, there's weekends I missed and did not bet because I didn't feel good about anything. Give me that ability. Uh Ryan Thibodeau says, as a former Texas Hold'em poker pit boss, if you want to bet on something, you should. I like that. I like that. And Ryan, I didn't know that you were a former Texas Hold'em pit boss. I think you're gonna need to teach me some stuff about gambling, my man. You're going to have to teach me uh, teach me some stuff. See, but Kyle says, I've been betting for nine years. Well, not legally, you hadn't. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, not legally in the state of Louisiana, you hadn't. No, you have not. Guys, let me know if, if the audio is good. We've gotten some feedback. Uh, I think that this is going to be a better uh, experience for you guys, especially if you're just listening uh, at home. Uh, John says, Blake, I will sign up after the show is over. Just give me the lowdown. Okay, I will do that. Guys, just go to betonline.ag. Uh, we'll let them know that that AYS sent you. And you know what? I wanted to talk about this too. I just had to get that um, out of the way. And we're going to be kind of scattered a lot because, you know, guys, we talk a lot about comments. We bring the comments up, and then that's how we do things. Um, I want to talk about this. And something that I've really, really, really been – studying over the last couple of weeks and I don't know how to really put this and it's gonna it's gonna sound extreme like it's gonna sound very extreme but I think that we need to look at this I went back and I watched the Florida game multiple times mainly just on offense I saw some defensive plays I saw Jay Ward look Jay Ward and go Go put in that first quarter of Florida from last season and go watch Jay Ward and why I have said over and over again, I'm the CEO and president of that kid's fan club, running with guys like Darius Toney. Um, I'm not 100% sure that it has been talked about enough that over the last three to, let's say, four weeks of LSU's season last year, how good the offensive line played. There were times, and I, look, I know that Florida's defense struggled a lot last season, but a lot of teams defensively struggled. The national champion winning Alabama Crimson Tide struggled against Ole Miss. They were throwing the ball all over the place. They were running the ball over the place. That's just how defenses will be from now on. You're going to see that. But now that you've got all five guys that are returning, let's not even start off with the receive, with the guys that receivers, Kayshawn Bouti, Max Johnson, the running backs that you're going to have. We can talk about those all the live long day, and, and as we mostly will and as we mostly should on this show. The thing that gets me the most is the push that the offensive line got in the running game in the last four weeks of the season. 
there were times, guys, even against Alabama, that they were really pushing them up front. There were some things that I thought that inexperience did for them or did not do for them that really hampered them. But you guys remember the long John Emery run, and then you don't go back to the running game. I think that that philosophy completely changes under Jake Peets. And as I said last week, three little letters, R-P-O. It's going to completely change your philosophy on offense. The entire first half of that game against Florida, it was a bloodbath up front. An absolute bloodbath from your O-line dominating. And, and there were times that I'm looking at Darryl Rosenthal and saying, look, this is this kid looks like a first-round pick. <laughs> I was extremely impressive the way that he moved his feet, his hand placement. And, guys, I'm just talking about the running game. I'm not even talking about what they did in Pascal. I'm going to throw the spring game out. I'm going to throw the spring game out. But there's not a lot different when Jake Peets calls an inside run zone play that's going to change from what they did last season. Liam Shanahan progressed all throughout the season. And again, I just don't feel that we are talking about enough how this O-line progressed throughout the season. You know, I, I forget the guy on Twitter, but, you know, as we are local Saints fans, Cesar Ruiz, go look what he did against the Chicago Bears. Cesar Ruiz sucks. Well, you better go watch that Bears game. I'll have to find, I think it might be Jeff Schwartz who did the breakdown of Cesar Ruiz. Guys, that's great offensive line play. I get, I get that we don't always know what it's supposed to look like and what perfection um, on the O-line is supposed to look like. So, as we continue to talk about this, I think this is what we're going to hear. And I'm on May the 10th, this is what you're going to hear from every – and even a little bit maybe from myself, but this is what you're going to hear moving throughout the season. This O-line, I'm so worried about it. This O-line this. This O-line that. Oh, they struggled last season. Well, they really didn't struggle a lot in the last four games, and you know who they certainly didn't struggle under was a guy by the name of Max Johnson. They struggled with a guy by the name of Miles Brennan. And look, again, I hope the kid will. If he starts, I hope he does fantastic. I don't want to get back on that jungle gym of emotions that you fans threw at me. I think this O-line is going to be fine. And with the RPO game, it's going to open up a lot on how they dominate guys uh, up front. Uh, Lamar Williams says, let's bet and run them bands up. I I like that, guys. I like it. I like being able... Again, I don't want people telling me what to do with my money. If you guys want to bet, we have betonline.ag. Again, go sign up. And let me do this. Guys, let me know when you sign up. Shoot me a DM via AYS and because they're really fired up about it. Our another, another corporate sponsor for AYS. What about that? Who would have thought it? Uh, my sister, Courtney Putnam, says, where's your hat? Um, well, see, I got this fresh fade. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, sis? I got a fresh-looking fade. I got to show off the hairs for the years that I have it. I got to continue to show it off. You know what I didn't talk about? I'm glad Kenny brought this up. It's in the headlines. Is Gangster Will Wade doing his thing recruiting studs like Afton Reed? Let me let me first off by saying this. This is not a shot at Efton Reed. This is not a shot at Efton Reed, the five-star, seven-foot-one center. I'm going to tell you this right now, and I got to get better with this because those are kind of – and look, I, I get that he did this for his mom, but when a kid commits on a holiday, look, on, on Mother's Day, on Christmas Eve, on Christmas, unless I absolutely have to, unless I – absolutely 100% positively have to. I'm not covering sports on a Mother's Day. You want me to explain to my wife why I'm covering LSU athletics on Mother's Day? Nope. You want me to explain to my mama why I'm covering LSU athletics? I get it. We kind of get paid to do that. I like it. He's a big kid. And look, LSU and, and Will Wade is a good is a great recruiter. This is what I did last year, and I'm going to refrain from doing it this year. Last year, I over and look. I, maybe this is just experience coming on here and talking about it. Um, but last year I ran out here, out the gate, out the shoot, talking about uh 
how I thought that LSU's basketball team was going to be Sweet 16. Like, there's just no question whatsoever. Like, it's Sweet 16 or bust. And maybe I overshot it. You know what? I'll even take that. I overshot it a bit. I don't even know if I did. I think that they had the talent to do it. They just didn't play cohesively. They didn't play as a unit. Um, They have a lot of talent. I think Will Wade has been looking for big men, um, and he finally got a couple. Guys, they have three centers in their recruiting class. Three. Three big men. You got Sharif O'Neal that's coming back. You got a guy in Efton Reed that can play defense. He's a good shot blocker and can get you some points. He's got his guy. And look, I <laughs> I know I made this joke about Henry Tooto and the challenger. Again, Jimmy Details. Jimmy Details. It's a joke. It's a joke, brother. Come on. One thing you're going to get from me on this show is we're going to just call it like it is, man. Blake, it's a joke. How dare you? Says the recruiting analyst. Brother, it's a joke. Relax, man. Sticking up for Bama covering an LSU team. Uh, Ryan Thibodeau said, but anyway, before we get uh, see some more comments, <laughs> as Mike Bazil, our financial advisor, chimes in, guys, uh, 504-343-1576. Did I get that right? Boom. Didn't even have to look at it. Mike Bazil, our financial advisor. Um, so I like it. Aaron Adams, what's up, Aaron? He says, super excited about this football season. I am too. And I think you're, I think LSU, again, from a, a, a O-line standpoint, can push you into a top-10 team. I haven't talked about Max Johnson. I think he's your starter, day one, and it's not a question. I know fans don't like me saying that. I don't even think it's debatable, right? Like, it's not even debatable at this point that Max Johnson's your starter, in my opinion. You do have guys like Kayshawn Booty. I think the only place that I'm really, really worried about is tight end. But when you have elite receivers, I think Trey Palmer's going to have a good season. I think Jare Jenkins is another guy. They're going to find receivers. Guys, we were making this uh, – we were so worried about this in 2019 about guys breaking out and having good seasons. And then a guy by the name of Terrace Marshall, Jamar Chase, and, and, and uh, Justin Jefferson exploded. Don't worry about them. If you can get them the football, they will be okay. Don't worry about, I mean, as as Stephon Sullivan was your leading receiver in 2019 in a spring game, don't let a spring game worry you. Max Johnson throws it to Kayshawn Booty. He throws it to Kayshawn Booty, and look, it paid dividends for him. It pays dividends for him. Uh, my mother says, like the shirt, where's mine? Uh, well, I, I wish I would have known, but, you know. This is for um, uh, Cedric Harris Jr., uh, his dad who played LSU baseball, and his son tragically passed away. We're just trying to do our part uh, at AYS. Tony Williams says, Will Wade is a straight-up gangster. He is a straight-up gangster. Lamar says, Hines was a weak link to the line the whole season. Let let's so let's talk about that a little bit. I, I'm pretty sure it was that game that he got hurt. I'm trying to go off of this on the top of my head. Um, I think mm, I think a little bit of that, and I want to be careful on how I say this. A little bit of it, some of it, in pass protection, I think was a little bit of scheme. You know, like they and go back and watch it, guys. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. I am not exaggerating. Go look at the offensive scheme from last year, and they want John Emery to meet a linebacker or a D lineman when LSU, or when a defense is blitzing, and they're wanting Chase and Hines to pick up another guy. That's philosophy from your offensive coordinator. Uh, not really trying to trash Steve Ensminger, but that was clearly an, uh, just a scheme thing. They're wanting to meet a linebacker head-to-head in the middle of the hole, and, and I think – just really makes a lot of confusion. I think that he'll get that cleaned up. Look, if you guys want to get so big on a spring game, he was dominant. I mean, he did some really good stuff. And then you got Anthony Bradford that's behind him. I think that you could have a situation where Anthony Bradford is your Ed Ingram to Adrian McGee. What I mean by that, if you don't exactly know, Adrian McGee was a fifth-year senior. 
from my hometown, by the way, Franklinton, Louisiana. Uh, Ed Ingram gets reinstated. He comes back in, and they split time in the reps. And Adrian McGee was a guy that you can move all around. Can Chase and Hines do that? I don't really think so. I think Adrian was a was a, a Swiss Army knife in that aspect. But I do think that you got Anthony Bradford, who did some good things. Guys, he pushed Tank Guillory and, at times, Jaqueline Roy around the field in that running game. Go pack and watch that film. So I like it. Uh, Kenny says, I sent Efton Reed picture to Dickie V's Facebook Messenger. I like it. I like it. That old wrinkly sucker. Uh, Blake, McGee, uh, Blake McGraw says, RPO makes it easier on the lineman, bro. Hashtag ask Blake. It does. It does. And they're going to get the ball out quick, and they're going to do some quarterback runs. I mean, look, they're going the RPO game is, although it's going to look different from, from, from Joe Brady's offense in some aspects, it's going to be a lot. Look, Joe Brady ran a lot of RPOs. Let's just call it what it is. Let's call it what it is. Mm. Also, the old adage, offense is always in front of the defense. Whoever told – whoever said that? Because I've never been there. I've never seen it. Uh, Robert Plaisant says, I like the new headset. Now all you need is uh, a play sh- call sheet. You like that? Do I look like I'm Andy Reid with Patrick Mahomes? Uh, like I'm at the Waffle House? Um, give me two double stack cheeseburgers, uh, a milkshake, chocolate, chocolate milkshake, and some french fries. You know what? And, and not just any kind of french fries. Make, the, make them curly fries. Hashtag Arby's, we don't have good meat. No, I'm not, I'm not even going to say it. People are going to rip me for saying it. I ain't going to say it. Yeah, I think that it just helps you guys hear us better. I, I've listened to our audio, and, and I, I heard it on this, and it just – it's um, it's just a game changer. Mike Bazil says, let's get a show just looking at clips of some good O-line play. We would do that if we, it wouldn't be like a copyright, you know, if I could get past, well, you know what? I maybe we could, maybe we could, but I, I'm so worried about getting, you know, you know how social media can work in a copyright claim. People get all butt hurt. So uh, maybe, maybe I can do some some more individually. Maybe take some guys out and we can do it. Uh, Colin Thibodeau says hashtag ask, but but Mike, I do like that. Colin Thibodeau says hashtag ask Blake. Can any of them shoot a, the three consistently? Um, Will Wade did talk about, I, th- I forget the kid's name off the top of my head. He said it today. Um, one of the transfers shot 40 or 38%, 39% from behind the three point line last year. I mean, look, I think that that only is going to get better. Um, so yeah, they do have some guys that can, that can hit an open jumper, uh, for sure. Uh, Lamar Williams says our defense go, uh, Go be a lockdown playmaking defense. I think that they have the ability. There's a lot of talk in reference to this defense. I've been one of them. I've been one of I've been one individual who's talked a lot about the defense. But again, when I when I when I sit at home or, you know, this is what I do on my spare time. When, you know, some people are watching The Simpsons or whatever you you know people do these days. Um I like going back and watching old games. I like watching O-line play. Again, when I pop in that Florida film from last year, when I pop in that Arkansas film, when I pop in parts of that Alabama film, especially in the first half, really the John Emery run, uh, when I look at the Ole Miss game, guys, there's so many times that this O-line, you know, we only remember the offensive line when they do bad things. You know, like, oh, well, they gave up three sacks. They're so horrendous. They're so horrendous. Um so, <laughs> I, I'm looking at Mike Basile's comment here. Hold on. I'm looking at Mike Basile's comment. Uh, get some waffle fries, hash brown, smother covered, <laughs> and clapped. <laughs> Boy, you, you need Jesus. I'm just letting you know, man, you need Jesus. Stop eating the gummies. You need Jesus. <laughs> uh uh, Adam Miller, Pinson can hit the three. So, yeah, those are some questions to Colin Thibodeau's question. In reference to who are some of the guys that can hit the three, I think those are a couple. Uh, Remington says, hashtag ask Blake, smokescreen from Saints saying the Panthers moved up uh, for TM6 to please the fan base after fumbling the draft, question mark. 
let me read this again. Uh, Smokescreen from Saints saying that the Panthers – well, they didn't move up, did they? I, I'm pretty sure they had the 59th pick. I don't think that they moved up. And and here's another thing, and, and, and to that point, and maybe I'm going crazy, but they – no, I don't, I'm pretty sure that wasn't a trade. Here's the thing with the Saints. St- Remington, this isn't to you because I'm about to get worked up here. Again, this whole thing that I said last week or two weeks ago that I got kind of ripped on about, I said that it was a smokescreen in reference to the Saints saying that they were trying to move up. Sean Payton goes on uh, the Rich Eisen show saying, we were trying to go get J.C. Horn, nobody wanted to move out. That's complete and utter bullshit. There were two trades in the top ten. Stop saying that, that you couldn't do it. It was bullshit. Guys, I, I'm kind of – look. I like Sean Payton. I think he's a good play caller. I'm kind of over his lies. I'm over the lies. We tried to move in the top 10. No, you didn't. Somebody would have moved. You just weren't, you didn't have the capital, nor were you willing to go up there. Now to Remington's question here. I I, I do think that they might have taken Terrace Marshall there. They wanted a corner. Um, but you got to know, you got to know, if you want Terrace Marshall, especially for a second-round pick, you know that you got to move in front of Carolina. You know that Joe Brady has got that connection with the kid. You got to move up. That That's the part of Sean Payton and the Saints organization as I spend another X amount of dollars for season tickets, you know, Again, that, but Remington, to your point, I think, I don't know if it's a smoke screen, but I think it's a lie that they're saying, oh, well, we were going to take Terrace Marshall. Then take him at 28. Take him at 28. Uh, Darren says, especially when, very quickly, especially when you said that you had a first round grade on him. Because that, that really only means. Was it that big of a debate on the kid from uh, Peyton Turner from Houston versus Terrace Marshall? Like, it was that big of a debate? All right, let's do this. Darren, you know what? Darren, hold on to your question. We're going to hold on to that. Guys, we got to pay some bills around this thing. We'll get back to your comments, and we'll continue to talk some LSU Saints. No one asked me about the Pelicans, so we don't talk about them. So we'll continue there. But, guys, you got to go see my friends over the Drake Law Firm. Personal injury, criminal defense, real estate, and successions. There's absolutely nothing that the Drake Law Firm, Drake Williams Law Firm, can't do for you. 985-386-7600. Or go see them over at drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Again, that is real estate, successions, anything you need. You're in a hit-and-run DWI. The Drake Williams Law Firm will take care of you today. Go in there, tell them Blake Rafino at AYS. Since you are buying our good friend, Mr. Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape, 225-937-7220. That's 225-937-7220. If you want the best-looking yard in your neighborhood in the greater Denham Springs, Baton Rouge area, they will get it done today. 225-937-7220. Tell me, good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino, since you on buy. You know what? One thing about Richie Roche at Roche's Lawn and Landscape Guys, if if it's raining too much, I mean, give these guys a call. You know, like if you can't get to it, I get it. It gets busy throughout the week. You feel me? You know, one thing we also I didn't put in there is to um, the Kim Mulkey. Let me say something very quickly about. I might clip this to YouTube. This is a fire back to the guys at Baylor um, trashing Kim Mulkey. Let me just say this: Stop being a bitter bitch. Stop it. You sound like you sound like the, the girl or guy that gets broken up with and then you go and run and tell all their rumors. Stop it. Stop it. You want to run out there with your your <laughs> condescending butt? Stop it. She told Baylor, thank you for everything. She built that program, by the way. She built it from the ground up. You didn't do shit. You did not give her money. She was the one raising $13 million for you to go get a new arena. Stop it. 
So people at three, uh, Sikkim 365, you want to talk that trash? Let us come down there, and we're going to beat your ass. You see it? You like that rhyme right there? I'm going to make it a Hallmark card, a sports Hallmark card. You want to talk trash? We're going to come down and beat your ass. Stop it, man. So sick of it. It's like all these sports reporters. Oh, we knew this about so-and-so. We knew that about so-and-so. Then report it. It's your job. Mark, and you know what? That's why I don't go I didn't go into journalism. That's why we're sitting here talking talking football, talking sports. Uh, Mark says, hashtag ask Blake, did Will Wade get those recruits? Or did Kim Mulkey really recruit them players? I don't know. Maybe it's Kim Mulkey, man. Maybe it's Kim Mulkey. Look, man, she she's look, I'm just gonna say this. I was out and about this weekend. Uh she's raising money, y'all. <laughs> um Tangible Parish is a very how do I want to say this? People think that there's nothing but country buggins. Um They got money around here. She's doing her due diligence. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, Remington says, you're right. They didn't move up. They heard the Saints were going to take him, and the Panthers changed their draft board. Remington, let me say this, brother. I don't believe that for one second. Remington, I do not believe. You mean to tell me that the Carolina Panthers changed their draft board to a guy from LSU who was with Joe Brady who literally led the NCAA in touchdown receptions before he got injured, and they heard the Saints were going to take him, and all of a sudden they changed their draft board? I was born at night. I wasn't born last night. I'm tired of the pettiness in the Sean Payton era, bro. Um, let's see. Now that Drew is gone, Peyton will be exposed for his mediocrity. Maybe. Very good possibility. Yeah, Remington says, and that's my point. It's probably a damn smoke show. You're probably right, brother. You're probably you're probably right. The Rudy Pooness. Man, I went 37 minutes without saying Rudy Poo. I kind of want to give my myself a pat on the back. Like I really do. We almost went a whole show without saying Rudy Poo. Uh, Ryan Thibodeau says, hashtag ask Blake, how much stock do you put in on fundamental versus assignments on O-line play? I don't know necessarily, uh, Ryan, if you can differ, differ, how do I want, differentiate? No, that's not a word. Yeah, it is a word. I just, I'm not saying it right. I don't know how you can separate the two, right? Like from an offensive line standpoint, especially when you're running zone blocking schemes, if you don't know what zone blocking schemes are, it's when the O-lineman does not have an individual man, they have a zone. Now, historically, what we know from zone zone reads or zone blocking schemes is historically you're going to have a – you know what man you're going to have unless they do something exotic, meaning the defense. Um, when you do that, I mean – Feet placement and fundamentals is a big thing, but I kind of feel like fundamentals goes everything down into assignments, right? If you're if you're confident in your fundamentals, it will go down to your assignments. So and, and look, but then you could flip it and say that assignments are are knowing what you're supposed to do can help with your fundamentals. But I always am going to go fundamentals one from hand placement because here's the truth. There's a lot of times great O-linemen did something wrong and dominated a guy and the play broke wide open. Wide open. I want to say, um, do you guys remember, and I'm going to give an example here. Do you guys remember in the 2019 National Championship um, when – LSU, I think it was in the second half, and Jamar Chase had that screenplay. Remember when Sadiq Charles was running down the left sideline, pushing human beings all over the place? I'm almost certain, unless I'm going nuts, that the right guard on that play, Damian Lewis, was not supposed to go out on that screen, not to go that far, but he did. He had a critical block. So sometimes, in this example, sometimes – 
having the fundamentals, know what you're supposed to do on a screen pass or whatever you're supposed to be doing can beat an assignment. But you need to know your assignments. I'm not saying you can't and you shouldn't and you don't need to know. But, you, I mean, sometimes you need the fundamentals uh, at points. But that's but that's my point. Uh, Blaine Smith says Sean Payton lies a lot. Yeah, he lies a lot. Yeah, he lies a lot. I, as Mike Bazile says, I'm big, petty, Sean Payton guy. Give me all of that. Mike, I love you to death. You're like a brother to me. Pettiness gets your ass beat. Pettiness gets your ass beat. He, he has what's he? What has he won? Oh, Blake, they won. He won the N- NFC South Championship. I don't give two Rudy Poos. <laughs> Remington says, I gl- "I'm glad I could make you do it." Look, man, Remington, you found the the sweet spot in reference to what's going to get a Rudy Poo. Congratulations. I feel like, I don't know. I would give out shirts, but then I'd have to go make the shirts. I don't know. Uh, Joseph says, what's up with this gambling bill? I'm pretty sure it's looking like it's going to pass. I'm pretty sure it's going into the Senate. And look, the truth is, is that all of these representatives and senators, I mean, what are they going to vote no on? I mean, we voted on it last year and it passed in like, what was it, 59 parishes? So what are you going to vote no for? I think what they're voting on is how it's going to be taxed. And really and truthfully, what is there a really big debate? I mean, make the mobile app. Um, make me be able to sit at home and do it. I don't want to go to the Burge every night if I want to do something. You will make more money if I'm able to use this device right here. This is not a paid advertisement for Apple, so let me just do this. Um, and I can sit there. Look, there's a lot of NBA games tonight. Like, what if I want to bet on those? And I can't. And I can't. You know, like I wanted to – let me give an example on this one too. I wanted to take the Atlanta Braves last night. Like I was getting super pissed that I couldn't vote on or bet on it because I, even though I know that Aaron Nola was going, I just kind of felt that, you know, the Braves are just kind of on this like hot streak right now. I wanted to take the Braves, but I, I don't have that ability to do it, which again, pisses me off to like, to my core. Uh, here's another point Mike Bazil brings up. What about the Saints jumping Carolina last year for that QB Tommy Stevens, which is even crazier? And and this is the point about this is the point about Sean Payton's pettiness. He knows that Tommy Stevens uh, was on that team at Penn State when Joe Brady was there. They leap in front of them in the seventh round, takes them, cuts them. Then Carolina picks them up anyway, only for him to get like what was it, three carries, fifteen yards. Joe Brady is all up in, all up in Sean Payton's head. Yeah, the Saints are winning, but Carolina's dookie water. Uh, Eric says, hashtag ask Blake, does the gangster Will Wade still have a spot for days if he decides to return? Yeah, he's got a spot. (laughs) Yeah, he's got a spot. Sure the shit does. Show the hell does. Mark says, could have got Marshall first and Peyton in the second because no one else was going to take Peyton, Peyton above the third round grade. And, you know, um, we had the senior NFL analyst uh, Albert Breer on our show last week, last Thursday, and he kind of even alluded to that. If you wanted – look, if you wanted Terrace Marshall that damn bad, you could have taken him. Stop with the lies. Stop with the lying. They didn't want him that bad. And Sean even said, well, we wanted a corner. We couldn't move in the top ten. Liar. All right, D. Gordon, what's up, D? Uh, he says, I think better – it's a novel, but we're going to kind of breeze through it. I think it's better uh, Drew is gone because now Sean would probably call a game how it's supposed to be called instead of doing what he normally does. I agree with that. I mean, I agree with that from that point of view. I agree with it from that point of view. But you know what's even crazier? I kind of feel like he doesn't. You know, Taysom Hill still had almost what led the NFL in fumbles last year. Like, that's one thing that we're not talking about. Everybody's like, give the ball to Taysom, give the ball to Taysom. 
I get that Jameis Winston threw a, a boatload of interceptions, but Taysom Hill fumbling the ball like his name's Butterfingers. Butterfingers Hill. Butterfingers. Paul says, favorite Rafino rant. Number one, Rudy Poo. Uh, number two, you uh, you need baby Jesus, sweet baby Jesus. Stay off the gummies. <laughs> Uh, Saints got the best record since 2007. They, they did something. Yeah, but you know what they didn't do? Win a, win a Super Bowl. Every time it comes down to crunch time, that man ain't do nothing. Pettiness gets you beat in sports. Let me say it again. Pettiness gets you beat in sports. I'm going to say it one more time. Pettiness gets your Rudy Poo ass beat in sports. All right, we'll get to a couple more of these, and we're going to get on out of here. Uh, Kenny says, Remington is on a roll. Yeah, he is. He's, he's He got me fired up. I thought it, you know, I normally don't get, you know, maybe that's a lie. I'm sure I always get fired up on Mondays. I always get fired up on Mondays. Uh, Eric Starn says, also, we would have, we. why would the Florida baseball coach come here versus staying in Florida? Uh, we'll talk about that, and we hadn't really talked about the baseball team, so let's talk about it a little bit before we get out of here. They take two or three from Auburn, who's a really struggling team, a team that's really honestly not that good, but they take care of business. You would like for this young team to find a way to get a sweep when they have the ability to do so. That's one thing that I think this team is lacking. They need a sweep against Alabama. It would be even more better, even more better that they can sweep the Crimson Tide, the toothless uh, team of the SEC. That would be a kind of a cherry on top. They need a sweep in, in, in the worst way. Like, they, they need a sweep. And I think – that they have the ability to do so. Trey Morgan's on fire. Dylan Cruz is on fire. And I can't believe I'm about to say this, even though his base running is absolutely ridiculous, I think Drew Bianco should continue to be your second baseman. The guy is hitting well. He's getting he's laying the bunt down well. He is doing okay better on the base running. Defensively, he's done a lot better. Uh, I would continue to play him at second. Um, This team's kind of coming into a zone a little bit. I wish that they had could find a third starter. Um, look, and AJ Labus kind of got beat around a little bit, uh, and the team they rallied back and they found a way to win. Outside of Gavin Dugas and uh, Fontenot and Jaden Hill and maybe Marceau, so what three or four guys? Yeah, those guys might be leaving, but you have an entire team returning. That's a deadly combo. That's a very, very deadly combo. I want this team to continue to get experience. They're gonna. I, they're, I feel as if, you know, they're gonna make the SEC tournament. They're gonna make a regional. And and quite honestly, I think that they're on the cusp. I do in my heart of hearts. I don't know if they make a super regional, but I think that they can make a a regional very competitive. I think that they will do that. Uh, and, and so, with that being said. If they're able to do that, then what? Then what? I will say this. I, I put the hypothetical up. I know people won't probably win a World Series or get to Omaha. That would be the only thing that saves his job. Uh, I don't think he's going to return. I don't know. that. I mean, I do kind of know some stuff, but I don't know that he's just going to return. I know that Kevin O'Sullivan, and we've talked about this for three weeks, about Kevin O'Sullivan, the head coach uh, of the University of Florida, his name is hot. I wouldn't personally not take Kevin O'Sullivan. I know he's got a good resume. I kind of want an up-and-coming guy that's that's shown that he could build a program and, and can win a lot. Kevin O'Sullivan is a national championship winner, though. That's one thing that you got to give him. Regardless of how much talent he's squandered, he is a national champion. It's going to be interesting to see. Very interesting to see. Um, Kenny says, I'm already converted to the Bengals. Remington says the Bengals are going to to convert us as all by next year, though. Hashtag who day? They might. I mean, I'm I'm going to I'm going to agree with them. Ernie Drake, our law firm, he's in the building. We just put it up. 
the law firm, Drake Williams Law Firm. Guys, go see him in downtown Ponchatoula today. I know we just got done talking about him, but our good friend, Mr. Ernie Drake, is stopping by. Ernie, what's going on? He says, I agree with you. I appreciate that, Ernie. I appreciate that. Uh, Ryan Tudor says, ask Blake, casinos lose money, and that's why I no longer run the po- a poker game. Do they really? Do casinos really lose money? I can't. Ryan, I, I ain't saying you're lying. I just know that Harris and LaBurge took a lot of my damn money. I don't know. <laughs> they ain't losing in Louisiana. Shit. Stefan says, hashtag country croc Taysom. I love Taysom. He's not a quarterback. I love I love pissing people off. I'm saying uh, uh, Taysom, Taysom is the uh, – what did I say? It's like Taysom's your starter. Taysom's your starter. People get so mad at when I do that. You know, people always think that I'm so serious when I say something, like via Twitter. They get so up in arms. Oh, my God, Blake, you're an idiot. All the while, I'm sitting out here drinking some bourbon, laughing my ass off. (laughs) Because they take everything so serious, man. As we are on Are You Serious Sports. Maybe I should stop playing with people. All right, last one. We'll get out of here. Blake just says his hashtag ask Blake. The, they complain on Jameis, but Brady was doing the same. Bruce liked to throw it on every play. If Tom didn't change it up, he would have had a lot of interceptions. Probably so. I like Jameis a lot, guys. I, I do. I do. Uh, you know what? David did say this. Hilliard has uh, pitched well as our Sunday start. That's right. I mean, look, he gave, had 104 pitches. He only gave up a run. He did really well. I just don't know how long, David, that's sustainable. I would continue to keep him there. Uh, and and I, maybe I should rephrase there. I think you bring up a good point. Maybe a more consistent rotation of who they're going to go there. All right, guys, we will see you again tomorrow. My name is Blake Rafino. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, $100 gift card giveaway. We will see you guys soon. Y'all have a good night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.